Welcome back to Season 3, Episode 2 of the SNS Sports Podcast on the SNS Sports Network. I'm your host, Sal Mar, with my co-host, Samuel. And today we're going to be discussing Week 1 fallout from the NFL games. We're going to be predicting the Week 2 games and do a little bit of fantasy talk, a little bit of Steeler talk, a little bit of WWE talk. So without further ado, let's get into the episode, and thank you for spending your Wednesday with us. Yeah. All right, so um, we had a couple interesting games this week. Obviously, it's the first week of NFL football. It's always something. It's always impressive and surprising and, you know, see things that you don't really see. But you also understand that it's only the first game and things change. So um, we started off the week with that Thursday night game. Kansas City versus uh, the Detroit Lions. Uh, without um, Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. Um, and the Detroit Lions won by one. They beat the Super Bowl champs. Um, I don't think that this is, a, oh, the, the Kansas City Chiefs are, you know, pretenders. No, it's the first week. They're going to be fine the rest of the year. Just it, it, Like I said, they're not great at the beginning, but they always pan out and they're fine. Um, so I'm not worried about this, but it was a good one for the Lions. You know, it shows that they're starting to not become a pretender. They're starting to become a contender. I still think they're in lim- limbo. They're not, you know, going to, I'm not crowning them a Super Bowl champ, but I think that they can finally start putting up with the big boys. Samuel, your thoughts? Well, did you see the, I was going to say, did you see the offensive tackle? For Kansas City, that was lining up improperly. Uh, wasn't he uh, jumping early too? A whole bunch. Yeah, yeah. Jawan Taylor. They signed him in the off season. Supposedly, uh, Dean Landina, who's a official for the NFL, he says that apparently that he should have been called for uh, offsides several times. Well, apparently he's supposed to be lined up with the center, and he wasn't. He was getting a jump early on Aiden Hutchinson, so that's why every time he kept to go try to sack Mahomes, he couldn't get the jump because the tackle had to jump already. Yeah, I mean, you know that the Chiefs are going to get more calls than everybody else. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 like LeBron. LeBron's gonna get calls over everybody else, but like they're also gonna shy away from trying to penalize their top team or players. So like it's kind of bullshit. But well, I mean, good. I was gonna say what surprised me was that this game wasn't on Amazon Prime. Well, it's it the first on... game. That's why it wasn't. Yeah. Well, this this week's upcoming games on Amazon Prime. I mean, I understand why the first week wasn't. It was on, but also Peacock, I think, signed some deal that they're supposed to have a game on. Is it every week? Uh, I'm not. Shows. I'm not sure. I know NBC signed some deal with Peacock where they're supposed to have a game on every week, like. Baseball had signed a deal with NBC saying that the Peacock 
supposed to have a baseball game every Sunday morning. Every Sunday morning? Yeah, like 11.35 in the morning, and it'd be like a baseball game every Sunday morning in the summer. Like, the Pirates played on there, like, twice, I think, this year. I think they played the Dodgers one day, one morning, and then it was, like, the Tigers another. Interesting. It was, like, 11.35 in the morning, and these dudes... Plus, watching baseball at 11.35 in the morning is like, uh, are they even ready to play? <laughs> so, my final, like, you know, takeaway from all this is, is like, the Chiefs will be fine. I think we can establish that together, right? Uh-huh. And Detroit looks like it can make a push. But, again, it's only week one. We don't know what they're going to do next week. Um, Who does Detroit play next week? They play Seattle. All right. Well, Seattle looked pretty bad. They might go 2-0, but we'll discuss that later. Um, Carolina and Atlanta, we saw B. John Robinson, you know, look like he's going to become a star. Um, Texas – or Texans, Baltimore, eh, eh, not a lot. You know, that's like a game you think the Ravens would run away with, and it was yeah, decently that, close. That, that, that uh, game really wasn't exciting to watch. Another game. Especially, like, when you saw, like, oh, you thought, oh, well, you saw the Texans on the Ravens' schedule, and then you saw oh, it was a home game for the Ravens. You're like, oh, maybe the Ravens will just run away with this game. No. It was close. Lamar looked bad. Zade's flowers look like the real deal, though. Yeah, and then they lost uh, J.K. Dobbins all year or another late yeah, injury. Yeah, all year. I think, I think that's it. I think he's going to probably retire. I mean, we saw this with Todd Gurley. Well, what, this is like, what, his third major injury where he's had to have surgery on? Oh, yeah, season ending. He hasn't played uh, now three years almost, like, yeah, because he tore his ACL in, what, 21? That sounds right. And then, was it 21 or 22? Like, 22 was, like, his first, it felt like, full year. So, I feel like the Ravens next year might go running back hunting. Well, I mean, it's just, it's <laughs> it's unfortunate because, like, you want to see, you know, you, know, you want to see J.K. Dobbins thrive, but, like, it just, the sport of the game, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Cincinnati at Cleveland. I don't think that that's anything to take away from it. I mean, nah, since, but the funny thing is that's always how Cincinnati comes out every yep. year. They come out flat. Year. People are like, oh, they're going to be bad this year. And then they end up being fine. I, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I guess the Browns didn't even look that great either. So, like, I don't know. Well, Deshaun Watson looked terrible. I mean, Deshaun Watson <laughs> threw a pick. Deshaun Watson threw a pick in that game where he threw it like right to the defender. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To touch on the Kansas City game, Kadarius Tony's ass. <laughs> no wonder the well, Giants he, got rid of him. Yeah. Well, he he calls the Giants fans like stupid. He always 
talks shit about the Giants and stuff. He flashes his Super Bowl ring, and then you go out and do that on Thursday night, especially have a blatant catch in your hand and make it a pick six. Like, wow, great job! You would have won the game if you didn't do that. We could have had a touchdown out of that too, because I think there was nothing but green grass in front of him. That's his fault. Well, to me, I think the Giants got a or not the Giants, the Lions got a steal Brian Branch in the second round. Uh, oh yeah, that was one of the top corner qu- top corners in the draft. Like, no, he was one of the top safeties. Oh, safety safeties, yeah, 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 yeah. I knew like, it was secondary. Well, <laughs> I mean, the thing was is that all the like the top corners in the class were like Witherspoon, who's in Seattle, uh, Porter Jr., who ended up here in the second round, Christian Gonzalez in New England, Christian Gonzalez. Like, there was only two corners that went in the first round. Yeah. Like, Gonzalez and Witherspoon went in the first round. And, like, the Steelers and Lions got steals for their two players they got. And Porter Jr. and Brian Branch. Yeah. And the running back looked good. Jameer Gibbs. Uh, Jameer Gibbs? Yep. Well, Jack Campbell looked pretty good, too. I mean, he was their other first-round pick because that was – if I remember, they moved back in the draft to 12, and I can't remember who they swapped with. Was it was it Arizona? Like Arizona I think it was Ch- Tennessee. No, it wasn't Tennessee. Oh, wait, no, they were 11. Who was 12? Tennessee was – yeah, Tennessee was 11. I don't know who 12 is. 12 was – oh, you know what? It was um Arizona. Arizona, because remember, Arizona traded back uh, with the Cardinals back uh, – no, Houston was 12. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, you're right. You're and right. then Houston traded uh, up to three mm-hmm. with Arizona to get Will Anderson. So, because Houston had back-to-back picks, Houston had – uh, two, and then they trade up with Arizona for three, and then Arizona trade with Detroit up to six to grab Paris Johnson Jr., and then Detroit took uh, Detroit took Jameer Gibbs with twelve and Jack Campbell with uh, eighteen. So both of their rookies looked really good. Yeah, for sure. Um, then back onto the track that we were on before we got sidetracked. <laughs> Jacksonville squeaks the win out against Indy. Indy actually didn't look too bad. Yeah, yeah Anthony, Richard didn't, Anthony Richardson didn't look too bad himself. I mean, he, he showed like a lot of heart. I just think he needs to protect himself a little more because he's running like a running back and he's going to get his head taken off. Well, yeah, he, he's very raw. He's not yeah. like a fully – I mean, I can understand why they put him in there because he needs to get baptized by fire is what they call it, where like he has to learn on the fly and all that stuff. But, I mean, he didn't look too bad. I mean, he had, what, uh, his first rushing touchdown 
in the NFL, he had his uh, first passing touchdown, I think, as well. I don't remember who it was to. Uh, so you basically accomplished two things in one game. But, yeah, Jacksonville was basically – that's who he thought they were. They were a little runaway with the South, basically. Yeah. Uh, next game was a surprising one. Uh, Tampa Bay beat the Minnesota Vikings. Um, <sighs> With Baker Mayfield as their quarterback. Yeah, I think I think Baker Mayfield's hype's gonna you know sus- die down. It's gonna eventually. die down. I think Minnesota's gonna be fine, um, but that you just kind of that kind of points at my direction of the Detroit Lions kind of winning in the North. But we did see Green Bay. Beat, yeah, Green Bay, they look pretty good. Out of the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, who's next on Green Bay's schedule? I think it's... Uh, Green Bay is going up against... Um... Green Bay, Green Bay, where are you? Uh, Atlanta. So that's a very... Right, yeah. That's a winnable Green game. Green Bay should win that game easily then. Atlanta... Thing with Atlanta, because I don't know if we they did can't the pass Atlanta. for fucking shit. Yeah, Desmond Ritter is definitely not their QB of the future. Um, I think they need to either tank and try to go for. I, I'm not gonna say Caleb Williams because I think that's Arizona's thing is gonna get him. But I say they should try to tank for like Drake May or. Shador. Uh, yeah, Shador Sanders. But I think Drake May might be the next QB that gets taken before Shador Sanders. Because the um, thing with Colorado is I think they need to see how they match up against Caleb Williams. That's this week, right? No, they played Colorado State this week. All right, so they're, n- they're at the end of the month then, right? I know it was in September. USC? Yeah, when they play USC. Colorado? Yeah. Uh, I think it's the end of this month. All right. Um, Then we have Tennessee versus New Orleans. That was just a that was shit show. Watch. I mean, Ryan Tannehill, clearly you can tell he looks terrible. He's not there. He doesn't. If I'm Tennessee, I would just cut bait with him and try to go with one of the two young guys. Just do two, like switch them out. Fuck it, you know. Yeah, like, one drive here, like, one drive there. Like, just see what the fuck you got. I mean, Ryan Tannehill's no longer good. Like, try to go with like Derrick Henry looks fine Malik. though. Like, go like one snap Malik Willis, one snap Will Levis. See what you have in one of those two. Yeah. And I was mad that they only gave, like, what, what Derrick Henry had, like, what, 15 yards or something total? Like, what did they, like, what was his snap count? I have no idea. You can look that up. I was pretty mad because he didn't do shit for fantasy for me. (laughs) Didn't he have, like, a, didn't he, he had some type of highlight, but, like, it wasn't too much. Yeah, he kept, I think he tried to stiff arm somebody. To make the highlight real. Like, I think that was his highlight reel. 
Like, I know he tried to do something. Yeah. I think he stiff-armed somebody. Try to make the highlight. It, it, it was a boring game. Uh, Niners yeah. at Pittsburgh. Uh, do we really have to talk about this game? The Niners look like a Super Bowl team. I don't get Why does the NFL hate the Steelers so much? Because every year, if you look at the past three years, including this year, they've played either Super Bowl teams that have either been in the Super Bowl, been to the AFC, champion, AFC or NFC championships game, and they the Steelers get them like the first week of the season. It's just to see what they're at. But, I mean, you saw that. The defense the on is you can clearly see the difference between what Kyle Shanahan does over there. Because if you look at who I mean they play they've come here with us and smack us in the teeth. Like or was it? What did Mike Thomas say but knocked us in the teeth or something? Yeah, something like that. We got our teeth knocked in or something. Yeah, but like every year, it seems like. But why the 49ers this year? It's like clearly, you know, Kyle Shanahan's like a freaking genius that knows how to. Plus, if you look at San Fran's defense, it's like they have two really good linebackers, obviously, and the Steelers are still trying to figure out who their linebackers are. What I saw here was a team that didn't really miss anything and then a team that was missing everything. Uh, Kenny Pickett was inaccurate as shit. Um, Yeah, he was, like, tossing balls left and right. Just could not. Oh, he threw to Deontay that made no sense on why he threw it that way because I think he had, like, Allen Robinson, like, running down the – one scene where he could throw it to him and he missed him. And especially on the fire move touchdown, he, uh, that ball looked pretty inaccurate. Yeah, it was best way I can say is it just, it was a horrible, a horrible game all around except TJ White. T.J. Watt had three yeah, fucking sacks. Like, yeah. and he's, I'm pretty sure unless somebody had four sacks, he's tied both like three ways with some guy on the Niners and then um, who else had three sacks? Well, no, T.J. Watt had three. To, uh, he is tied with James Harrison for the franchise record. I'm talking about season right now. Uh, for the season? I thought Aaron oh, Donald might have had three person. sacks. Aaron Donald and I have three sacks. Who the hell not... had three sacks then? I, I know someone had three sacks. That sure wasn't... It wasn't. Sure, it's not Micah Parsons. Mm. Might have been. Because the know. if you look at the Cowboys game, that game was forty to zero. So somebody had to have three sacks from the Cowboys. Let's see. It had to be one of the Cowboys guys. Um, I don't see. 
passing fumble. TJ Watt, uh, Josh Allen from Jacksonville, Drake Jackson from San Francisco. Yeah. And then Quinton Jefferson from the Jets and Dorrance Armstrong from Dallas with two. Yes. And then. I knew it had to be. I don't think Micah had a. I don't think he had a sack. Parsons didn't have a sack? What? Damn. Um, Bobby Wagner, though, leading in tackles with 19. Tua had, is leading with passing yards with 460. Uh, Tyreek with 215 yards receiving. I know. I saw that. That game he did was ridiculous. Literally, like, <laughs> it seems like watching that. That has to be the game of week one, though. Because if that game is not the game, if, like, NFL Network is not replaying that game over and over, I mean, that game was ballistic. It was, like, one minute, Chargers had the ball, touchdown. Okay, Dolphins had the ball. Okay, where's Terry Kill? There he is. Oh, touchdown. Like, the guy was just, like, going off. And then, um, obviously, Jordan Whitehead, he's he's leading the league uh, yeah, with three. Interceptions. Interceptions. Jesse Bates got two down there in uh, Atlanta, though. That was yeah. I like I like him in yeah. Atlanta because I hated seeing him twice. In Cincinnati, yeah, we hate it. I hated I mean, seeing him twice. Like he got the contract that he wanted. Yeah, and I'm glad that he's not in the AFC. I mean, the AFC is not as um, like. I think it was at the beginning of the year, like, people were thinking, well, there's going to be so many teams are going to be getting in the AFC is a hard division to compete in. Well, now you look at it, basically, with Aaron Rodgers not in the picture anymore, you basically have, what, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, and that's it. The Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, the... Um, the Chargers, the Ravens, the Dolphins. I, I don't count the Chargers as a, a playoff team because they still have to prove. The Dolphins for sure. The Dolphins definitely, but the Chargers need to prove that they can stop failing in the playoffs <laughs> before you technically can call them a Super Bowl contender. Um, like every year, it seems like the Chargers get to a playoffs, and we're like, "Oh, well, the Chargers are going to do well this year. They're going to get to like the divisional round." Next thing you know, they get to like the wild card, and now it's like they're up twenty eight points, and then like, "Oh, we can turn this game off." And the next thing you know, the Jags come back and beat them twenty. Was it thirty one to twenty eight? Yeah. I, I mean, think it's Chargers their head coach, team. but, you know. <laughs> no, their coach is terrible. I think Brandon Staley, if you look at the AFC coaches, he's probably the worst out of all of them. Even with D'Amico Ryans and company. No, D'Amico Ryans, to me, is definitely better than uh, Brandon Staley. Ed Shade Steichen? Brandon Staley's just terrible. Like, if you look at the AFC, you probably have, what, Andy Reid at one, Bill Belichick at two, Mike Tomlin's at three. 
Uh, Buffalo's dude. What the hell is his name? Sean McDermott, yeah, Buffalo's head coach at four. Um, uh, you could throw up. No, I'd say Josh Daniels is probably worse than Brandon Staley. Yeah, Josh McDaniels, yeah. he's See, Josh McDaniels and Brandon Staley are probably the worst head coaches in the NFL. They could probably, out of the 32 teams, they're probably the 32nd, 31st worst head coaches. Yeah, probably. Other than the dude at Cardinals. Damn, that guy sounds like, who who took a bus here? (laughs) Feel a fire in your groin or whatever. What? (laughs) No, no, to me, I think all the new head coaches like Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon and D'Amico Ryans, I think we have to give them at least a year to see how they do. Because they are taking over rebuilding teams. uh, Like, they're taking over, like, the Texans – the Cardinals, the Cardinals, and the uh, Colts. Colts, yeah, those teams look like they're rebuilding. Basically, we have to give them at least a year. I think Sean Just, Payton will be fine in Denver too. Yeah, but do you think he can fix Russell Wilson? Though? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why they just can't win. Because to me, I don't know if Russell Wilson's going to be the same player like he was. I yep. think age might start catching up to him. Might. It is. Yeah. Because I watched that game and, like, how do you only score 16 points and Sean Payton's known as, like, an offensive genius head coach? Like, literally, like, if you look at a lot of the Saints tape when he was there. Yeah, he had Drew Brees, a Hall of Fame quarterback. Russ is also a Hall yeah. of Fame quarterback. Yeah, Russell Wilson's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, but... I mean, they, they also gave him that massive extension, though, too. Mm-hmm. So you have to think they're stuck with Russ for what? Till like, 2029? It was a five-year deal, right? Yeah. Probably 2028, 2029, whatever. One of those two. 28 to 29. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that that Denver-Vegas game was, like, boring to watch. Denver-Vegas was was boring. Uh, Dallas and uh, the Giants was a fucking pitiful match. That was boring, too. Like, literally, I was watching that on my phone, and I was like, uh, do the Giants' offense plan to wake up at all? Are they plan to score any points today, like. <laughs> but the thing is, though, is that the funny thing is, is that the Jets had to play on that same field the next day, and like four snaps into the game, it's like Aaron Rodgers is down. I'm like, ah, oh, well, America turned in to see Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Yeah. And we get like four snaps of him, and he's like, he's, he's done hurt, for the season. He's done for the year. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. And there's like, I think that changed like so many national media predictions too. Yeah. 
Arizona and Washington was a wash. That was kind of boring. Um, yeah, that game was boring. New England put a fight up against Philadelphia. I don't think but that. The funny thing is, up. the only thing that the thing with the Commanders and what? Uh, the only thing with the Commanders and Cardinals game was is that Montez Sweat had like I don't know how many sacks in that game. Let's see, Montez Sweat. Um, like I know he had, he was a bright. Like the funny thing is, is that he had one point five sacks. Like Chase Young, where's he at? I don't think he played much. Oh no, I don't think he played. Did he? I don't think he did. Cause I think he's still recovering. But the funny thing is, is that he's always been linked to be rumored. Yeah. To be traded, and it never happens. Um, obviously, Miami and Chargers was a good game. Uh, the the Rams, game, the Rams, they beat Seattle, and then that was a shocking one. The Bills fell flat to Zach Wilson. Uh, I yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Josh Allen had a tri- hat trick of tur- turnovers. Dude, I saw a meme. He said it, it said uh, it it was it was uh Josh Allen threw three picks for Demar Hamlin. It was for yeah, Hammer, bro. You have him fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was still good without him. For you, didn't, but still, didn't you squash your dad anyway? Oh, I murdered him. <laughs> your brother and I were like three points from each other in fantasy this week because he had digs, and I was like watching the screen during that game, and I was like, please don't throw at the digs, don't throw at the digs. <laughs> Then I log in to the app and I'm like, thank God I beat him by three points though. It was actually two because it was 126 to 124. It's a close one. All right, so that'll conclude our week one uh, recap. Week two, um, NFL picks. You said week one. You said week one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Week two picks. We are going to get into those. Uh, starting off with the Thursday night game, Minnesota versus Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia, easy. Uh, Primetime Kirk is not good Kirk. I still haven't seen what the Vikings defense looks like against a, a good defense. And the Eagles defense is definitely really good. And primetime Kirk is nothing to be uh, excited about. So I'm going to take Philly as well. Um, Green Bay at Atlanta. I picked Green Bay at this one. Um, I just don't think that, I think that if, uh, um, what the fuck's his name? Ritter. Uh, Jordan Love. Ritter. Uh, Desmond Ritter. If Desmond Ritter starts tossing the ball around sloppily, Jair Alexander's taking care of business. So I'm going to take, yeah. I'm taking Green Bay in that one. I'm going Green Bay as well. I just think Green Bay overall, like, Matt LaFleur is a better head coach. Uh, I just think Atlanta, their quarterback, is the issue. They have, like, good skill position players like Pitts and London, Drake London and Bijan Robinson. I just think their quarterback's not a good quarterback. Like I said, I think Atlanta should be in, like, either – I wouldn't want to say, like, full tank mode, but at least try to get, like, 
one of those top quarterbacks next year, like Drake May or uh, uh, not sure. Sh- well, I mean, Shador Sanders or uh, fuck, who's that other guy? I don't. Maybe Spencer Rattler, but I don't know if he's really being considered as a first round pick anymore. But I just think Atlanta. Quinn and Ewers. Yeah, the Texas QB. Yeah, Quinn and Ewers. I know. I know he he was another (laughs) Ohio State quarterback that we let get into the transfer portal and may or may not be good. Yeah, and you're stuck with Kyle McCord. Mm. It looks like he's doing good though. He's okay. Well, I mean, you're throwing a Marvin Harrison Jr. So I, I would have liked for us to, you know, put on a clinic against a team that's shit, and we don't do that. So, like, I'm very worried. <laughs> well, you're playing. What's the? You're in the what? The Big Ten? Yeah. We played. You I don't know, even know who did we play last. We played some bum team last week, and we only won by like thirty to seven or something. It was like Delaware. Did you play Delaware? No, that wasn't you. That was that wasn't Ohio State. It was Penn State played Delaware, and they smacked them around sixty something to seven. Yeah, that's what you think you'd see out of the Ohio State Buckeyes, but you didn't. No, who did you guys play? Cause you played Indiana the previous game, and you only won that game like twenty three to three. I saw that and I was like, "What? With all the talent Ohio State has, how the hell you lose, beat Indiana twenty-three to three? This is the next game. I think we kind of got uh, sidetracked. Uh, Youngstown State thirty-five to seven. That was disappointing. What? And you have to play. I think was Penn State and Michigan are on your guys' schedule soon. Uh, then we play whatever WKU is. That's Western Kentucky University. Then it's uh, Notre Dame, which is ranked nine. And then we play Maryland, uh, you Purdue. Should, you should whip on Notre Dame. Notre Dame fucking doesn't deserve to be ranked. <laughs> so they don't after Notre Dame, with- it's Maryland, then Purdue, then Penn State, then Wisconsin, Rutgers, Michigan State, Minnesota, Michigan. You know, we play Michigan this year. We play Michigan this year, November twenty fifth. Uh, see, the thing with this, fucking Notre Dame shouldn't be ranked. Notre Dame doesn't deserve to be ranked because they're not even in a conference. <laughs> they're really greedy bastards that want all the money to themselves. Yeah, I mean. Like my dad hates Notre Dame. Notre Dame should be like our our, our mid tier test because we're playing shit teams right now. Like, like Notre Dame literally like every year they like, they get classified as an ACC team. They're not even in a division. Hmm. Like they're not part of like the Pac twelve or the Big Ten or the Big Twelve. If the big the Pac twelve doesn't even look like it exists anymore. Pretty sure there's only two teams in it. Yeah, there's Washington State and Oregon State. Huh. But still, I just think that's just my opinion. I don't think Notre Dame deserves to be ranked. I think, I mean, if teams that deserve to be ranked, I think like ones that are actually in like divisions, like the Big Ten, Notre Dame's just literally a solo school. That gets played, paid by NBC to pr- put their games on. 
<laughs> yeah. All right, back to where we were at. Um, so you you're picking Green Bay against Atlanta, right? Yeah. All right. Next game we have is the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Buffalo Bills. I'm now, Buffalo. This is my surprise of the week pick. I'm gonna you're pick the Las Vegas. Vegas. I'm gonna pick the. Va- I'm gonna pick Vegas. I'm going Buffalo. If if Josh I... Allen still looks like junk, I think that Josh Jacobs is a fucking incredible running back, and I think that you know Jimmy G's just got to kind of get it to some of his players, and he'll be fine. Like, yeah. it, it depends on how Josh Allen comes out. If he comes out with fucking blood in his nose, then I think that this will be a runaway for Buffalo. But if he comes out slow again, um, it's just it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fucking shitty, boring game again. Um, You're saying it's like Josh Allen comes out flat. Yeah, if he comes out like a a piece of garbage, then this is gonna be. I, I'm uh, still gonna uh, go with Buffalo just because I think I trust Sean McDermott more than. Josh McDaniels. Yeah. Like you we were saying earlier. Hey, like I, I think... said, it's just a it's just a it's just a crazy pick. I want to keep it spicy a little bit, so that's the one yeah. I picked. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um Baltimore versus Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's coming back. I think I'm gonna take yeah. I'm taking Cincy in this one. I think that Baltimore was flat. The, the whole AFC North looked like shit this week. Um yeah, and I North think everybody I think everybody's gonna try to wanna, you know try to get their get back or whatnot, but I don't think that I don't think that um I think Joe Burrow will get back. He also had that injury, was out for training camp, blah blah blah. So Yeah, his uh hamstring was it his hamstring injury he was out. I think. Because last year he had the groin, remember? Wasn't yeah, it Yeah last year he had his appendix was Oh yeah appendix out. appendix okay. Yeah, you're yeah, you're yeah, you're right. And he missed all the preseason. He just doesn't have good preseason, so you know. <laughs> no, he never plays in. Or, the preseason. or he doesn't have good starts to the season, um, so he's always just kind of like you know he's ass the first game, and then you know he just gets back on track. Um, but I'm gonna take Cincy in this one against Baltimore. Uh, Seattle versus Detroit. Give me Detroit. Yeah, this is a home game for Detroit. This is their home opener, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm going to go to Detroit because I feel like that Detroit uh, fan base is just going to go buck wild. Yeah, I mean, Seattle's used to playing in the 12, though, and they're pretty loud there. Yeah, but still, I think that that Ford field is going to go ballistic when that team takes the field. It should be a good game, but I'm going to take Detroit. Seattle's defense didn't look good there. Especially like Devin Bush, the former linebacker for the Steelers, Demon. I don't even think he suited up for them. <laughs> Seriously, I don't even think he suited up. That's funny. Uh, Indianapolis at Texas, uh, at the Texans. I'm going to take Indianapolis. Yeah, I'm going to Indianapolis too. I think this is their bounce back game. They kept up with the division winner, and I think that this will be a good game for them to kind of be like, okay, this is where we're at. I think we'll be good, blah, 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 blah. I think this will be good. I think it'll be a good game uh, for Indy. I don't think it'll be a good game for C.J. Stroud. Nah. Um, I think think it's lucky that Stroud's getting these bumps and bruises out of the way. Yeah, I think think he's going to take some time to season and marinate. 
you know, get used to and acclimated to everything. But he did yeah. he did find what was that, Robert Woods? Who who's the other Yeah, Robert Woods. He found Robert Woods a couple times. I watched the I watched the highlights and he, he kept see he, he found a receiver he likes. Yeah, he was poised in the pocket and everything. Yeah. He just got to clean it up. I think it'll be a good game for both of them because they're both raw talent teams. They're kind of, you know, they're well, both considered ass. So it'll just be well, a nice, C- you know, see where we're at when we can play against well, each other. CJ Stroud coming out wasn't classified as like a raw talent. Like Anthony Richardson was because Anthony Richardson didn't have that many collegiate starts to like CJ Stroud did. Yeah. So, I'm going to take Indy. You're taking Indy, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this will be a good game. Uh, Kansas City versus Jacksonville. I'm going to take Kansas City. I think they're going to bounce back this week. Travis Kelsey will probably be playing. Chris Jones will yeah. be there. He signed that extension. Jacksonville is going to be fine this year, but I don't think that they're going to be able to win against the Super Bowl champs. So, give me Kansas City. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going Kansas City for all the same reasons. I think uh... – They'll fix their offensive like woes and stuff. Yeah. Um, Chicago at Tampa Bay. Give me Chicago. Uh, I think that um, the the Tampa Bay defense is still going to be good. This can be an either or match, but I'm just going to take Chicago just because I think that they're going to try some other things on offense, and I think they'll figure something out. And I don't think that Baker Mayfield's going to be great, but if he does win this, he could make an, you know, he could make a case that he is trying to make it back into bacon Cleveland type deal. Um, but yeah, I'm taking, yeah. I'm taking Chicago in that. This one's a hard one, uh, but for me, I'm going to go Tampa just because I think they have a lot of talent on defense and they yeah. have like they're two good wire receivers. Uh, I don't know so far if I can trust Chicago in their offensive play calling. Yeah. Especially Chicago's defense didn't look that great. <laughs> yeah. They spent all that money on like two linebackers. They brought in Tremaine Edmonds. They brought in TJ Edwards. And apparently they both look terrible. I mean, Mike Evans here, he had, he had a touchdown. Yeah, he, he went did. for 66 yards. Michael Thomas went for 61 yards. Huh. Yeah, but I'm still I'm going to go with Tampa even though I don't trust the quarterback, but I trust the receivers around him to do their yeah. work and the defense. Yeah, like I said, it's a toss-up game, but I could see either way, you know. Yeah, so I'm going to go Tampa just because I can trust their defense more than I can Chicago's. Yeah. And their receivers, because I really don't know what Chicago's game plan is. Cause I don't know if DJ Moore got any touches. He got one, I believe. Yeah. But, I mean, it feels like all they do is say, okay, we're going to surround Justin Fields with all this great talent. We're not going to use it. We're just going to make him run his legs off. Yeah, that... Like, let him throw off his arm town at least. Because you know the kid has it in there. Yeah. 
Okay, we got the Chargers at Tennessee to wrap up the 1 p.m. games. Give me the Chargers. Chargers, that's yeah. easy. The Titans look terrible. I just think that this is going to be a game because the Chargers did keep up good with the Dolphins. I think yeah. this is just going to be a game for Herbert to just rip apart a defense and a team that's just kind of like, you know, fumbling Relies around. Relies on Derrick Henry so much. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, I don't think DeAndre Hopkins looks that good. I didn't watch the highlights. Yeah, go back and watch the highlights. Like, DeAndre Hopkins, he did not look really good. Yeah. Okay, and then starting off the 4 p.m. games, I'm picking an upset shocker. I know this is probably going to be something that you pick against. The Giants versus the uh, Cardinals. I'm taking the Cardinals. I'm taking the Giants. Because I, I don't know what the Cardinals game plan is over there. And especially... Because the Giants traded for Isaiah Simmons, and Isaiah Simmons is on the Giants, and it's probably like a revenge game for him. Okay, yeah. So uh, I knew that you were going to pick the Giants, but I wanted to throw another wrench because I'm I'm yeah, trying to keep I, it. I'm trying to keep it interesting. I don't want to be you know copy paste. Yeah, I just picked the Giants because I feel like they like they have the talent to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Definitely, they have the talent to get it done. I just think uh, the Cowboys just kind of walk. I don't know how much of the rain, though, you blame. (laughs) And the artificial turf. I think the NFL needs to start thinking about uh, fixing, like switching out MetLife's field to, like, uh, grass. Haven't they had problems at MetLife for a really long time now? Yeah, they've had injury history over there. I mean, not just Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You had, like, uh, 1999, where I saw, I watched a video that Vinny Testaverde tore his Achilles on that uh, field. Uh, Saquon Barkley tore his ACL in 2020. On that field. Oh boy. <laughs> so not not good on that field. Nah. And then uh, today I, I saw on ESPN that the Players Association is uh, doing wants to tell the NFL to do something about that field. And you know they're going to be like, well, our statistics saying that there's nothing wrong. Yeah, but the history has shown there is something wrong. Like, if the injury, like, how many, like, times it's injured a certain player. Yeah. And an impactful player for a team like Saquon in 2020. Aaron Rodgers is the most recent one. Yeah. All right. Um, next one is the San Francisco 49ers versus the Rams. Give me the Niners. Same. I just think the Rams are probably just going to get shredded, just like the Steelers did. I mean, the Rams don't have the talent to beat the 49ers. We all saw how – the 49ers look, they already look like they're in mid-season form. Uh, yeah. 
we saw how like we saw like how they have different players that can destroy you in different ways. Mm-hmm. And their defense hasn't missed a beat. Yeah, nah. so give me the Niners in that one. Uh, the Jets versus the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys. Yeah, give me the Cowboys. I think when Aaron Rodgers went out, I think I was thinking, yeah, I don't know if there's really. I think now there's a chance that the Jets could finish fourth in the East now. Yeah, they're back to where they were. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, it was like, yeah, they could finish out their first and second in a division. Now it's like, oh, now they can finish out their third or fourth in their division. But now I'm thinking uh, I might have to put the Patriots now ahead of the Jets. But, you know, we're just going to have to see how Zach Wilson plays out. You know, getting reps with ones and seeing how this team had a different, you know, they had a different, like, view yeah they had a different view of the the season i mean i don't think because aaron Rodgers is injured you should change your view yeah you know you're down a quarterback that is a hall of famer he's a four-time mvp like yeah you're down him i understand that but like you gotta be like all right we have a different air in this building we need to keep winning like rogers or not we have we have the tools we just need to make sure we use them do you think Aaron Rodgers being there, do you think it helped Zach Wilson at all? Well, like, we're going to see that, player? especially since he's going to have uh, reps with the ones all week. Um, yeah. That is in Dallas, though, so I think Dallas will take care of business. Yeah, I think Dallas is going to win that game. I mean, there's a chance that the Jets' defense could – I mean, the Jets' defense is the one good bright spot. It is. On their offense. They're on their, on their team. Yep. It is. I mean, I I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not gonna disagree with you on that one for sure. All right. Um, yeah. And then we have uh, the Commanders versus the um, Denver Broncos. I'm gonna take Denver to get their first season win. Yeah, I, that Commanders team. I wasn't too impressed by. I mean, neither was I by Denver, but I think Denver has better receivers and their defense is better yeah. than the commander's defense. Yeah. And we'll just, we'll just have to see, you know, we'll have to see how this all plays out. Um, but yeah, taking Denver on that one. Uh, is there then, any chance do you see Ron Rivera getting fired at the end of the year by the commanders? It wouldn't surprise me. Carolina fired him before. Yeah, well, also it's new ownership, though, for the... Yeah, and I think it's going to take a while because a new ownership sits back and lets it go for a year, and then they start making their own decisions. What do you think the commander's new name is going to be? I think you're going back to the Redskins. The Native American heard, no, Native American not. people want it back. Like, <laughs> Well, I heard they don't want that. Like, I heard the new ownership says the team's not going to go back to that name. Because that means if they go back to the Redskins, that means the Cleveland Indians have to come back. They don't. Ha- doesn't mean they have to. And then again, the Chiefs still do the, the tomahawk chop thing. Yeah, so no. Fans. <laughs> so, like you know, if they want to just look at it like you know idiots and be so concerned about uh, a nationality getting honored as a football team and the nationality wanting their their name to be brought back. I mean, come on. Like, this is 
this is BS. Like, it's just all like a fucking political thing, and they're ruining the sport by making it political. Just bring it back the way it was. Yeah. I mean, they were known for that for what? My dad, our, when our parents were little kids. Yeah. I mean, they were called that team. Yeah. I mean, now they're grown adults and they're like, who are the commanders? Who are the <laughs> football team? What happened to the. Like, my dad always brings up, he's like, yeah, I remember them when, like, John Riggins and Joe Theismann were playing and he had the Hogs. And I said, if they're thinking about new names, why don't you just change them to the Hogs? Like, call themselves the Washington Hogs. Named after that offensive line that had, like, Russ Grimm and uh, who else was on that team? It was like Russ Grimm and uh, I'm drawing a blank because I know the other two guys. Russ Grimm. Uh, Who else was in that? It was like Russ Grimm and uh, I'm trying to figure out the other guy's name. <laughs> you just had a mishap. I dropped my water bottle. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what that. Uh, are we still recording now? Yeah, we are. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what. Who else? Was, uh, yeah, right here. Russ Grimm. Jim Latchy, yeah, he was on that line. Uh, Jeff Bostick, yeah, Fred Dean, Ray Brown. Like, why don't you just freaking call them, like, the, the Washington Hogs? Oh, you want to know why they're they might not? Because their, their freaking mascot is called Major Tutty. <laughs> it pays tribute to the Hogs. The offensive line that the uh, Redskins had back in the 80s and 90s. You don't watch America's team, do you? So you probably don't know who they are. No. I'm a football junkie, so I love watching like old football, like the 70s, 80s, 90s stuff. Yeah. Maybe some of the 60s with like Len Dawson, Johnny Unitas, Joe Namath. Let's just say I'm really a sports junkie because I watch a lot of old stuff. Like, I watch, like, Ken Griffey Jr. in, like, the 80s, 90s. Randy Johnson. Yeah. All right. Let's a lot get of old it. school wrestling, too. Let's, let's get into the Sunday night game. Miami versus New England. Give me Miami on Miami. Miami. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to get into that too much. Uh, Monday nah. night, first slate game is the Saints versus the Panthers. I'm going to go with the Saints, but this is a toss Yeah, I'm going to the Saints, too. I mean, Bryce Young didn't look too bad, but, I mean, through two interceptions. Mm. And that. Uh, no bueno. And then the final then game. The- is the Cleveland the Browns, Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers, which I might go to that game. 
I'm going the Steelers. I think they get their bounce back. Yeah. I, I, I think the Browns didn't look good. I was going to say the Browns didn't look impressive at all in that game versus the Bengals. I just think they were playing a Bengals team that clearly, like we were saying, Joe Burrow. Like the the score said 24-23, but it more felt like that game was like 19-3. I think... Uh, I think the Steelers are going to win. Oh, excuse me. But we need to see the run defense. Um, Levi Wallace is burnt toast. That guy was buns. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why we're not cool. seeing Joey Porter Jr., but, you know, whatever. Um, well, the funny thing is we haven't seen Desmond King yet. Because remember they signed him, but they didn't activate him. So I won't be surprised if they activate him this week. For this game. And I won't be surprised if we see Joey Porter Jr. play. I hope. I mean, this but is... Apparently, at Mike Towns' press conference, he's like, well, we're not seeing enough dime. I'm like, why are you using him as a dime? Isn't he supposed to be like a press man cover corner where he like gets on the receiver and bumps them out of the way? Like, I don't understand why he needs to be being played in dime packages unless you're planning on moving Patrick Peterson to a slot. I just I, – I found it – I found it very concerning that – it was concerning that they didn't even try to put him in at the end. Like, he only played seven snaps uh, last Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, and he was trying to run out on the field for one. The coaching staff was like, no, no, Joey, come back. We're not putting you in. And then he comes back, and he like got his head down, and he's like, come on. Well, it's my time to show you guys I can actually play in this league. And I was going to be like, I'm like thinking, like, I want to get Joey Porter Jr. or something, like get something of his. But the place that I go to, all they have is his jersey, and it's like a hundred bucks. And I'm like, eh. Yeah. After Aaron Rodgers' injury, NFLPA calls for grass in all stadiums. Yeah. Which I think all stadiums should have. I mean, I think isn't the only two stadiums I know that have artificial turf, or I think is the Super, or what is it called now? The Saints Stadium, like the Superdome? Yeah. And MetLife Stadium, that's it. I think everybody's gone to artificial, or grass. Unless Houston is technically using artificial turf. Vegas is too. Because Vegas has that retractable like field that can go outside, get the water, and then uh, come back inside. Yeah, and get grass. I mean, get sun. Excuse me. Yeah, it gets sun. It gets the water it needs, and then it comes back in. We need to start doing YouTube, and then when we do YouTube, you know one guest we should get on? Yeah. We should get Chris Carter of the Lockdown Steelers. He's a football genius. 
All right. Well, Wait, that guy, I didn't know football from the back of his hand. Okay, so we got that will conclude our week two per picks. Uh, so now we can kind of dibble dabble into fantasy. Um, so you want to do three stardoms and three situms? Yeah, each? I guess. Each. Okay. Um, I'm. I'll go first. I'll go with three star or three sits. Um, I'm gonna say. Let me look. I'm probably gonna sit. Um, Trevor Lawrence. I don't think that it's gonna. I don't think he's gonna have a lot of points in this game. But yeah, I also could be wrong. Um. I just—they're playing the Chiefs, and Chris Jones is back yeah. out there. I just don't think he's going to have many yards. I don't think he's going to be good for this week. Um, so I'm probably going to call sit him on on him. I have one. Go ahead. I was going to say you can sit Travis Etienne. Yeah. I was going to say since you're going to Trevor Lawrence, I'm going to go his running back. Just because I think with Chris Jones being back in the middle of that defense, I don't think he's going to be able to get breakthrough for long runs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another one I would probably sit is Najee. Najee Harris against the Browns. I think the Browns' run defense is decent, and I don't think he's going to have too many targets, so I wouldn't see him being a starter. If you need to start him, why not? But, like, I don't know. That's an interesting one, actually. Because, I don't know, he's, Najee's kind of hard because you never know how. I think if you watch that did, that thing I sent you, and I think um, Andrew Filipponi of 937, the fan at a local radio station in Pittsburgh, he said, I don't know if he posted or if he said on the nightly sports call that you can find KK Plus now. If uh, under Matt Canada, the Steelers have not scored 20-plus points under under him being the offensive coordinator. (laughs) Yeah, I think I saw that. I don't know if, it, if he said it or if he tweeted it out, but I know some that they haven't scored under, like, they haven't scored over 20-some points under him, which is kind of ridiculous because if they're expecting, like, getting the shootouts with, like, Kansas City and Buffalo, there's no way in the hell they're going to do that with him. No. Um, my sit- other sit would probably be, uh, I don't know, I would probably say Kenneth Walker, the third. I would probably sit him, especially against the Detroit against Lions, a, against a really good Lions defense. All right, and I guess I'll do my last sit I would probably say. Uh, wow. I 
I'll probably say DK Metcalf because I don't know if he's going to get fined or suspended for what he did against the Rams in that game. Mm-hmm. And plus they're playing against a good Chiefs team or a good Lions secondary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially since he did that like out-of-pocket, you know. <laughs> he like did the shove? Yeah. You know what you should get? You need to get red zone. I don't need red zone. Yeah, you do. Because you can watch every game at once. I'm good. <laughs> All right. And I'll go for my last. Uh, I'm looking through my teams right now to see if there's anything I'm missing. Because I, I have the game spread. Um. Yeah, I guess the opponent rank. They're the they're seventh right now against run for the Browns. Come on, that's not what I wanted to see. Uh, hmm. Let's see. Ah, uh, let's see. We got. I mean, I think another good system is probably the Rams. Um, defense. The Rams defense, but I don't want to do defense. Um, How about any Rams player? We'll go. Any... We'll go with. We'll go with. Uh, um, what you calls it? Puka Nuka. Uh, we'll go with uh, Matt Stafford. I'm gonna sit Matt Stafford versus this Niners uh, defense. I don't think it's. I don't think it's gonna be good. I don't. At what all. was that guy that? What was that guy that went off for like Seattle? I guess Seattle. Is his name like Puka Nuka or something? Hold on, I have him on my team in my other league. I'm pulling that up now. Um, his name is Puka Nakua. Yeah, him. And I definitely butchered the shit out of his name. <laughs> I know. I probably did. I I just called him Puka Nakua or something. I would probably bench him, too. I don't know if he's going to be like a one. I don't know. Okay. Um, for the stardoms, um, I'm going to start it off here with... Um, oh, I'd probably sit Garrett Wilson against the uh, Dallas Cowboys, too. Yeah. Um, I can go with the stardoms. I have one. I have one. Okay. All right. Um, for the stardoms, I think the first stardom is going to be Christian McCaffrey. Uh, but uh, Aaron Donald is back, so that could be you know either or. But Christian McCaffrey, he should do decent on this. Um, he should he should be good. He should be good. You can go. I have a start. Um, how about start J- uh, Jalen Hurts? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Jalen Hurts. Good. Uh, Against the Vikings defense, because I don't know how good the Vikings defense is. I'm starting. Give me uh, a start. Uh, we'll do. Hmm. We'll do start. 
I'm trying not to do a blatantly obvious player because, like, I don't know. I don't think that's fair, especially because not all teams have them and they're going to start anyway. I'm thinking of, like, 12-man leagues. Um, I'd start Quentin Johnson going up against the Tennessee Titans who have a shitty um, – uh, Yeah, the, the rookie receiver from the – Chargers. Yeah, they're he's going up against a shitty uh Tennessee Titans defense. Um I think yeah. that I think that'll be good for them. And uh they're thirty first against um receivers, so I guess their secondaries as on on ESPN fantasy right now that I'm looking All right. at. Well, uh, here, I'll give you another start on right. Austin Eckler. That's a good player. Go for someone that isn't like like everyone's starting Austin Eckler, you know what I mean? Like I shouldn't have done Christian McCaffrey for my first pick, but I know you did your. Uh, All right, I, I'll I'll start it off again. I also think uh, maybe a start on Dalton Kincaid. He's playing against yeah, Vegas. That's Vegas, a really good one. The Bills. Yeah, and that'll be my third one. Dalton Kincaid. He's yeah. going against um, and then they have it ranked twenty fifth. So that should be a good. Let me say, excuse me, give me who are the Texans playing? They are playing the Colts. Give me Tank Dell. Tank Dell? I feel like that guy's gonna the he's the Texans receiver. Hmm. I feel like they're gonna get that guy involved eventually. I um you could also go uh Start Robert Woods, maybe. Yeah, he's another good one. Or Nico Collins. Yeah, I just think Tank Dell might be like one of those. Michael Pittman had a good game, too. Yeah, he was another one I was thinking of. It's very hard to pick because some of those Texans guys – they like they have good receivers. It's just that their quarterback needs to. I don't know. I mean, I guess I'll go either Michael Pittman or Tank Dell, one of those guys. Yeah, that's that's good. Um, we'll kind of break down because I have it pulled up here right now. All right. Um. So we play each other this week. Um, yeah. Right now, it says that you have the better quarterback, receiving uh, receivers, um, tight end, and then the flex. I have a better flex, and I have a better Where's defense. Your flex? And then it says that you have a better kicker, and then it says for me, I have the better running backs, the better flex and defense. Um, and my yeah, team, my team, have... my team's expected to do one forty eight or one thirty nine, and your team is expected to do. 137. Well, yeah, because I have what? Tomorrow, I think, what? Hertz plays, Jefferson plays, Brown plays, the Eagles defense plays. Yeah, you got a full freaking – you got a full slate. Oh, yeah, and TJ Hawkinson plays. And Justin Jefferson. Half your team plays tomorrow. Yeah. I only have no one. 
Yeah, you have no one. But I, then on Sunday, I have what I think Brees Hall are my running backs, and then Jamar Chase, and then Harrison Butker, and Brees Hall if he plays. Yeah, he's still questionable. Um, Which I really don't know if I should keep him in or just put like Joe Mixon or something. Yeah, right now I'm projected projected to win by two. Yeah. Uh, Calvin Ridley, I picked him up because uh, of uh, Cooper Cup going on the IR list, and he had 20-some points last week. He did look pretty good in Jacksonville. Yeah, you had Tyree Hill, and he had like 44 points. Oh, I know. Man. He went absolutely fucking apeshit, and yet they have yeah, Justin he, Jefferson he, over him still. Well, Justin Jefferson's obviously going to be over him. I mean, the media loves Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Um, but no, I uh, I mean, Hertz will probably have like 25 points. Um, Jefferson's probably going to have a decent bit, but the secondary in Philadelphia is pretty decent. Pretty good, actually. Yeah. Um, TJ Hawkinson might have a tough outing. A.J. Brown, he should be fine, but he's going up against Darius Slay, so that could be – or no, never mind, other way. Um, A.J. Brown should be good, actually, because I'm, I thought he was – I was talking about all these Viking players. Yeah, he's going up against – He's going Slay. up against the defense, so he should be doing pretty well. Um, A.J. Uh, – and then the Eagles' D should be good, too. So, I mean, you know, win and lose there. At least you don't have Perk Cousins. Uh, nah. I don't know. I'm thinking about putting Brees Hall on it. But the thing is, when I took him off, put him on the bench, he did well. <laughs> yeah, that, that's now just I'm like not, your luck. Now I'm not sure if I, I might just keep him in and see how Sunday goes. If he's not, if he's questionable still, I might just swap in like Joe Mixon or something. You could do, I don't even know why I'm trying to help you here. <laughs> you could do, um, Joe Mixon, uh, so other than Travis Etienne, is the only other, or, you know. Yeah, that's the only other running back I have. C.D. Lamb Hi, might be good. Are you starting Calvin Ridley? Yeah, he's in my flex. Hold on, where's Nick Chubb? Wasn't Nick Chubb your flex? He was. I put him on the uh, bench. Okay. Being the... Um, Kool-Aid drinker of the Pittsburgh Steelers that I am, I think we're going to we're gonna slow Nick Chubb down. Plus, it's an AFC North rivalry game. Yeah, I don't like the Browns. Okay. All right, you think the Steelers are still a playoff team? Or you think they just have played the best team in the NFC, the, the Super Bowl contender? Um, I think that we will find out everything we need to know this Monday. Um, I think this is a favorable matchup that we can win, but if we can't win, we might see that we might have a bigger issue than we thought we did. Um, Kenny Pickett had an incredible uh, preseason, and then he came out flat, but he did come out flat against the Super Bowl team. There's been speculation that um, <clears throat> one of the tackles that he, t- he took, protocol. yeah, that it could have been a concussion. He, he did come back negative, but, 
Um, Do you think they set sit true Sakura for uh, I, might, I have some feeling they might sit him this year, this game. And then Dan Moore switches from left to right, and then Roderick Jones makes his starting debut. Left yeah. Starting. Yeah. Um, I really want to see Roderick Jones. I really want to see how he does. Just like the same way Joey Porter Jr. It's like we want to see like what this guy has. Yeah. And uh, you know, I am also looking forward to. Um, Dewan Jones versus TJ Watt. Yeah, that big cat. That, I feel like that's going to be interesting. Um, but the funny thing is, I feel like TJ might be able to just bully him since he's a rookie. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm excited about because I'm trying to see TJ top uh, James Harrison's record. And I'm trying to see him make another push to be a defensive player of the year. I'm trying to see TJ be a dog. And I think that's where his opportunity will be. Um, I liked. So there's just some things that I liked about the Steelers um, last week. I liked that they rotated out uh, just to see what you know they had. They rotated out linebackers. They rotated out I like edge seeing rushers. Nick Herbig get a uh, chance. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I like Nick Herbig. I think when Nick Herbig and TJ were on each side, I thought we were the most lethal, lethalists. Now, no, 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 I'm not trying to discredit Alex, Alex Heisman. I think he's great against the run, but I like how we have like a three package or like a three line. Like we have like we can rotate out. You know what I mean? Like okay, let Alex run with uh, Nick. Great. I'm not really worried about it. Like you, we used to be worried about it. Now it's like okay, well Alex is going to get all that pressure, and then Nick can come off the edge, or you know TJ is going to get the pressure, and then Alex can come off the edge, or TJ and Nick are out there. You know what I mean? Like I like it. I like that. Now it seems like we have depth there now yeah it's just like it's another way like so that, like if tj and alex want to tap out we can put in nick and marcus golden in there i thought um uh i thought that you know our run game was a little slow i, I again this is this is the same thing i brought up last year it's going to take a while for the o-line to gel it's a lot of new moving pieces yeah. and stuff. so like Week eight is when you really kind of see like a an O line come together. My problem is like, do you think if Roger Jones plays extremely well versus these next couple of games, do you think there's a chance for if Truce of Core for if Dan Moore and Roger play both on each side, do you think there's a chance Truce of Core for just becomes their swing tackle? Um or do you think they trust more in Shooks being on the I'm not sure. Right I mean, side? he also, I'm pretty sure he's due for an extension soon, too. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, I, I mean. I think this is, is this his last year of his contract? I believe. Yeah, they um, yeah, signed to a three-year something deal. And I think this is the last year because I think if Dan Moore plays really good on the right side, there's a chance that you leave Chooks out as a swing man and then you just have Broderick start. Because clearly Broderick Jones is the left tackle of the future anyway. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he needs to learn to be next to Siamalu 
Because people were talking about, oh, the offensive line was bad. Well, Ciamalo looked like the best offensive lineman. Oh, I know. He was – and, 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 and let me – let me give my flowers and my praise to Darnell Washington serving up pancakes with syrup to fucking Nick Bosa. I fucking loved it. Well, he's gonna be. There'll be more pancakes to come because all that guy does is pancake people. He's got Miles Garrett this week. Bring it on. I'm waiting for him to catch a touchdown because every time I watch the Steelers and the Reds, and I was like, "Come on, just throw Darnell Washington in there, and then he'll probably." Just draw either a pass interference play, or he'll just catch it over the corner. Okay. So, in an article here I'm reading, um, this is what Kenny said, quote, We just didn't execute, honestly, Pickett said. Uh, I think it was more or, less, or more of us than them. I felt comfortable... I felt comfortable with what I was seeing and what they were doing. We just didn't execute it like we needed to. Uh, Pickett well, completed 31 of 46 passes for 232, two interceptions and one touchdown for a 68.4 well, rating. That, a good chunk um, of the yardage came from a 12-play, 95-yard drive right before the half when the Steelers were in the two-minute offense. But that was the only drive where they were they were able to sustain. Uh, well, Coach Mike Tomlin wasn't, isn't worried about – uh, Pickett's ability to bounce back this week against the Cleveland Browns to the large part of his work ethic, just his commitment. Tomlin said, "There's football. There's football justice when you work at it, and you gen generally get good at things that come out of it. Uh, this is a guy that is fully committed. Uh, this is a guy that works his tail off. Largely, these guys create their own fortune. That's my general." tenor about the trajectory of him in his career and also in the short term it's reasonable to expect guys that work the way he does and prepares the way he prepares to bounce back from negative performance individually and collectively i expect this group to do similar things all right so from that i mean he's been we're just saying it was a sour game throw it out get in we're this is a new yeah. this is a new this is a new this is a new sheet you know rip out this chapter move on and i agree well i actually wanted to say something that did you? I don't know. Well, there's another camera on the side. Did you see that his picket's head bounced off the ground? Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier. People are thinking he might. I'll bring it up because last, or, but yeah, last night or this morning, I watched the Locked On Steelers podcast and they brought it up too. And I think the sport nightly sports call brought it up too. Because people, they thought maybe he got a concussion and Mike Tomlin said, well, he didn't report any symptoms of a concussion. Cause you know how the NFL is really cracking down on that. Yeah. And they thought maybe he got a concussion. That's why he was like throwing it all over. He was so inaccurate. He did look like shit. I mean, like again, like this is like, I've seen so many people say it. it's like, this isn't what we like people have watched him through college and, through uh nah, he, pros. Never, he just doesn't he look like that. that he just i don't know i don't know he if it's just like he, he he had the jitters it's a home game the crowd's wild blah 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 but like i don't know he just he he was missing throws left and right and he just didn't look good i i mean again this week's gonna tell us what we need to know you know if we lose by one but it was a fucking offensive shootout and the score's like 35 to 34 yeah 
he's going to be fine. But, like, if this is a game where, like, Kenny looks like shit again, now I'm going to start worrying. You know what I mean? Like, then yeah. I'll start being like, what's what's happening here? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so th- this, this game's going to tell us all we need to know, I hope. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we, when do we start blaming the offensive coordinator. Like, when does, like, this team have to start looking itself in the mirror and say, okay, well, we have the players to succeed and be, like, a Super Bowl contending team, but it's the coaching staff, it's the offensive coordinator. Like, when does, like, Mike Tomlin, Art Rooney, and Omar Khan start looking and say, Go up to Matt Cannon and say, hey, man, this is your last shot at showing us you can do this. If you fail to succeed, well, you're not, we're going to have to let you go, and we're going to have to look for a new offensive coordinator. I think we're going to have to see um, – we're going to have to see what happens till the bye week. We have an early bye week this year. Um and we're just going to have to see what happens. I think if it's just an atrocity, it's a let go. Because if you look at the Steelers' schedule coming in uh, to the bye week, we play the Browns, then we play the Raiders, Raiders, Texans, and then the Ravens. And then we're on bye week, week six. All right. Yeah. Those are winnable games minus the Ravens. All right. Like, you should beat the Texans. Ravens you should beat the Ravens. Game, uh... Yeah, you should beat the Texans and you should beat the Raiders. Yeah. If you can't win those games and then you look bad against the Ravens, Week Six should tell you everything. Because then you have the Rams, the Jags, the Titans, which should be a win. Then you're going to the Green Bay Packers and you're back with the Browns, the Bengals, and then the Cardinals, then the Patriots, uh, and then the Colts, Bengals, Seahawks, Ravens, and that's. That's your season. I mean, like, so, like I said, I think that if if it looks like a fucking dumpster fire and, like, let's say, like, you know, defense wins us a game or two, but our offense just looks flat. There's nothing new about it. I think that this is – week six should be a good time to be like, all right, sorry, can't keep you. Yeah, and uh... – I and mean, then, the like, first... we have to win the Rams. We have to win the Jaguars. We have to win the Tex- the Titans. We'd have yeah. to win Green Bay. We could lose to the Bengals because that's at Bengals. Uh, Browns, we have to win. We'd obviously have to win the Cardinals game. Win, Like, we'd have to win these games because, you know, if we go out and we, we lost and we lose to the Browns, lose to the Ra- Raiders, lose to the Texans, maybe, you know, we win one out of the five. So we start one and four in the week six. Yeah, it's time to look at fucking different options because then you kind of have like a, you know, these are mid-tier teams, but they can still beat the shit out of you. Yeah. I mean, mean, like, you know, this is going to get tougher. Like the end of our schedule, we play the Ravens, Seahawks, and Bengals. That's the last, or Bengals, Seahawks, and then Ravens. That's our last three games of the season. You could lose all three of those games, arguably, right? Yeah. So like, it, we we just have to know. win. It we have to win these like, games. Like it, to me, the Raiders I and mean, Texans are must win. To me, it just seems like NFL teams, especially like if you watch like NFL on like ESPN, like Get Up, and all those national shows. It seems like they're starting to figure out that the Steelers seem like that Matt Canada just runs the same 
second play into the fucking drive, we ran a goddamn jet sweep. Like, <laughs> I was like, yep, we're back. We're back. We didn't leave. And I got that freaking feeling I always get. As soon as I saw that damn jet sweep, I knew exactly what the hell was fucking happening. Well, yeah, I don't know. Why would you try to run a jet sweep against the... The best defense in the NFL. They've yeah. taken it away from us. No, no questions That's about it. They're the best defense it. in the NFL. And then well, they have an the offense is, is that, that Steelers don't finish like with like a top fifteen offense, or, like even like the top sixteenth, twentieth, top ten only offense. I think they need to either say, "Hey, Matt, we're sorry, we have to let you go because you are really not." helping us you're showing that like other teams are seeing what you're running and you're running like collegiate style plays and all that yeah i'm i'm set in this i'm sorry but if we get to week six and we are not winning games and it's primarily an offensive issue we need to cut the luggage because it's not going to get easier this is this is your chance to get a start in the season that's strong. You beat the Browns, well, he was you beat the Ravens, you beat the Texans, you maybe lose to the Ravens, uh, and you start you start your season three and two. It's not bad, right? And then it nah. gets a little tougher with the Rams, the Jaguars, and the Titans should win it. Then the Packers. Oh, the Rams could be the Rams could be an easy game because they're not. It's a miss or it's a it's a make or miss. You know, like are you going to get a d- dominant defense and a shitty offense? Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know. They 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 have to win games and they have to win them good and they have to put up points and look more complex than they did last year. They looked simple last year. Yeah. So that's my thoughts at least. I think that they just need to, you know, they can't hold on to the luggage too long if it's not going to succeed. So no, they can't. They have to either see. What they have, and if he prove, if he shows that he cannot uh, lead a team, it's time like like you said, like week six is like maybe the time you cut your luggage and say we've given you uh, we've given you two years in a fourth. Uh, to show and that a fourth. you, what? Because that would be the fourth of this season, pretty much. Yeah, like we've given you a couple of years to show, like us, that you can run an NFL so offense, and clearly you can't. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Sammy, want to hop into some WWE talk for a little bit to finish out this episode? Yeah, we just want to talk about main. Who we think should come up to the main roster? Uh, I want to kind of speculate on the Judgment Day right now. Uh, why? Because they're all dripped in everything gold. Well, Monday Night Raw, we saw them lose or win, um, and they they're still trying to get into Jey Uso's head. Um, yeah, which is I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think he's gonna join another faction after he just left one um i we see then on friday night smackdown they used 
um, this that 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 was the this that was this week's raw. Uh, the week before that, you saw Dom trying to get into uh, Jay's head, and then we saw after the match, after uh, versus AJ Monday Styles and raw, Jimmy, after, not Monday Night after, Raw, right? Friday Night SmackDown. After, I think wasn't it after Kevin Owens and him tagged. Like, so there's something, I have a feeling like Kevin Owens is going to turn heel and then. I think he's going to, I think he's going to uh, Raw, I mean SmackDown. Uh, you think Kevin Owens is the SmackDown trade? Yeah, and I think that's going to drive a divot. Well, they updated the post, the website already, if you can see. Yeah, I can see it now. I don't understand what's up with Noam Dar being so obsessed with this Heritage Cup championship. <laughs> like, I just saw yesterday on uh, on NXT that he was wearing a freaking, was like a kangaroo costume. He was wearing like a kangaroo costume, just chilling, like somewhere. I don't know what that was. To me, I don't think he's main roster ready yet. No. But the person I think that's main roster ready is uh, where is he? Wesley. Nah. Braun Breaker. Yeah, here he is. He's he's main roster ready. I don't know what else he needs to do in NXT that they have to keep him there. Um, I mean, he does have like, a match. I know he does have t- a. I know he does have a match against uh, Baron Corbin. But still, I don't know what else you need to see from Braun Breaker down in NXT. I think it's time for him to go up to him. Because he made an appearance on Monday Night Raw, I think, one time already. I think it was this year, too. Well, was like, it this Yeah, it was this year. Because it was well, when what, he what's your, what's your thoughts on Wesley? About him quitting? Yeah, doing the whole Jimmy Uso thing. I don't think he's quitting. I think this is either a way to say, hey, either you put me up to the main roster, but they're trying to figure out, like, what brand do they want to put him on? Do they want to stick I think on- he's – I personally think that that's – this is his uh, transition period to get into that business with Mr. Uh, Bobby Lashley in the street. Bobby Dashy. In my opinion. Yeah, who else I think it should get a call up? Fucking Ilya Dragunov. Team up motherfucking uh, Gunther. <laughs> No, this guy, this girl. Well, with so what's your thought on Tiffany Stratton dropping the t- championship? I think she's main roster bound. Uh, I don't so know so my question do. is, my question is, because this is kind of what I was thinking about. How would you feel if, uh, you know, they do something? I think she goes to Monday Night Raw. So how would you feel if she would be like a tag partner with Chelsea Green? That'd be an interesting because they're kind of like the same. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Did you see they did a TikTok together? Though I did not know. 
Yeah, they did a TikTok. It was her, Chelsea Green, Maxine Dupree, and uh, Tiffany Stratton. Yeah, I uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't surprise me. What are your thoughts on Blair Davenport? Do you think she's ready? I, I don't know much. Like I said, I watch yeah. it here and there. I don't really like watch watch. No, the two girls that I think that deserve call ups, if I can find them, these are two girls that I like. Her, Gigi Dolan, she deserves a call up. And uh, maybe there's a couple I think that deserve a call up. The two that I really like. Gigi Dolan, I think, deserves a call-up, and then where's the other one? Add her up, but she kind of fell down somewhere. Where that? What the hell happened to the women's NXT Tag Championships? Right here, J.C. Jane. She deserves to be called up to the main roster. Whatever happened, because they got unified. Yeah, they got unified, but you don't see uh, Chelsea and Piper carrying around four belts. They only carry around two. Well, yeah, because technically the tag champions for NXT, if I can pull up on the website, I don't even think they're listed as... I don't know if they're even listed as a championship anymore. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I think they just got rid of them. <laughs> yeah, because it just says It just says women's tag team champions, WWE. Nothing like NXT and, you know what I mean, like... Yeah, because you don't even see them listed here. But like you see, see, you have NXT Championship, you have NXT Women's Championship, the NXT Tag Championship. Yeah, right here it says NXT Women's Tag Championship, twenty twenty one to twenty twenty three. So they're no longer in use. Right here, see. Yep, I see it right now. It says right there, no longer. So in they must use. have just retired it, I guess, which is kind of well. I mean, yeah. Like I said before, I don't know. Um, I like how they have. I like how they have the universal championship is still present. Yeah, yeah, right here. You can see it says retired right there. And they haven't under they under haven't, the women's tag champ NXT women's tag champ. They haven't because they're showing all the people that have won it. They haven't even retired the WWE Championship belt. Because you have you have the two girls I like, Gigi and JC. Then you have Indy and Kansas. And then Caden and Katana, who actually just got called up recently. I think that they should be the ones with the championships. But I would love to see a Shayna Baszler and uh, Zoe Stark tag match. Tag team. Nah, I would yes. not want to see yes. that. Those two wrestle totally different styles. I like it. If I want to see a tag team, I wouldn't mind seeing Kansas the way back. Well, actually, it's technically back anyway, but they're minusing Austin Theory. Just in my opinion, I just think Gigi and JC deserve the call-up. I don't know why they constantly keep them down in NXT. What else do those two have to prove that they need to be in NXT still? 
Gigi came out this week on NXT. It was this week or last week. She came out, and her nickname's the Hell's Favorite Harlot. So somebody put on YouTube, called her Silver Surfer Hell's Favorite Harlot. I don't know. I also have a Toxic Attraction t-shirt just because the two girls I like are on it. And Thea Hale. Thea Hale would be an interesting one if they would. I like what they did with Thea. They, I want her to split away from Chase U and go with uh, JC. And see what JC can teach her. And also, where's her, where's the other person that is going on? The Creed Brothers. I think they deserve a big push. I don't know why they're still in NXT. Yeah, I like how they don't really highlight that Roman Reigns has the WWE Championship. Because people are just tired of it. He's held it for, what, three years now? No, he's held this one for 527. No, wrong one. They still count yeah, that's the one like I'm talking thousand about. some days. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the Universal Championship. Well, no, they... Took away the WWE championship. Oh yeah. Even though on this website, <laughs> I'm looking at the championships. 1963 to present. Championship holder, Roman Reigns, 527 days. It's not retired. He's not it's the not black even belt. Listed. The black belt without the gold. Yeah, but right now they're only showing him with the right here. You can clearly see right here. Hold on. Let me go back there. Yeah. Hold on. Let me go back. Let me go back. Let me go back. Where is it? Look. Look at this, right here, right here, right here. Flip my camera. How the fuck do I do this? <laughs> I don't know how to flip my camera. Yeah, I have it right oh, here it is. Look, right here. Dude, I don't see anything. There's two Roman Reigns pictures. Yeah, there's the two belts next one. So, like, I don't understand. Right? Like, I, I like how they separated it, but they still have it active. You know what I mean? Like. Well, maybe maybe they still haven't classified it as retired yet. They retired. They definitely retired the blue belt because that's what the black one with the all gold is. Oh, that's... no, you're right. Right here it says time held 527 days. But that doesn't seem right, though. Yeah, it is because he got it at SummerSlam 22 off of Brock Lesnar. No, but I'm talking about it seems like he... Because it seems like they're counting down every time. All right, is he going to pass Bruno San Martino, which is like two, like 2,000, like 2,000 some days. And yeah, it's like seven years or something. I, uh, I don't know, because right now they make it, they're making it look like Cody Rhodes is going to take that championship belt off of him. But what if they don't and they keep him champ? Well, then you're going to have a lot of pissed off fans then. Because they've, they've already busted uh, the Honky Tonk Man's record with the Honky uh, Tonk Man. Uh, Gunther. Gunther. 
Well, no, Gunther passed the Honky Tonk Man in, uh, for the Intercontinental title. Still, but... I don't understand I why... I guess because it's... I don't know, is Thea Hale even on the roster in this thing? Yeah, because they updated the tag team thing. They have Chelsea and Piper Niven. Which, again, I think that's just a big joke. <clears throat> yeah, I uh, I think that that's... You were like talking about how Tiffany Stratton should really be her partner. Yeah, I think that that's a good idea. Yeah, and so is my uh, so is my Thea Hale JC Jane one. That's a good idea. I don't watch them, so I don't. I can't. You know, I can't go on too much of a well, tangent. Well, I'm just telling you, Ryan, because I watched all all three shows. So technically, I know about every wrestler on each of the shows. So that's the reason why I know a lot of JC Jane and Gigi and Tiffany and Cora. Cora J is another one I think that deserves to be on the main roster. And Lyra Valkyrie definitely deserves to be on the main roster. Because we saw last night, Becky Lynch like embraced her because they're both from Dublin, Ireland. Where streets have no name. Yeah, get it, because U2's from Dublin, Ireland, and I love U2. That's all I've listened to. <sighs> My dad will tell you the same thing. Samuel, all you've done this year is listen to U2. I'm like, yeah, Dad, because I want them to have my artist of the year. And plus, they're like a nice group to listen to. Uh, where am I? All right, here we are. <clears throat> and then Kyle came home. He was like, "If you had, if you were going to college and you had one band to come play at your school, he's like, who would it be?" And his girlfriend was like, "Billy Joel." I was like, "You too." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." I was like, "You two are Def Leppard. I'd take one of those too." What do you think? Who do you think uh, Cody Rhodes' next opponent's going to be? Probably Dom. Because my, I'm thinking Dom because the I way think it's a scramble. I think it's a scramble though, because I think that this is when we were supposed to see Bray Wyatt come back and feud with Cody Rhodes. But like this would only explain why he's just been on like kind of like a hiatus of like nothingness. Uh, I I'm thinking maybe like I said earlier, maybe you call Braun Breaker up and say, okay, you're a heel on the main roster. Now you're gonna feud with Cody Rhodes, and then like whenever Seth's done feuding with Shinsuke, then you go feud with Seth because I know maybe. That feud that they started might not be finished. Ilya Dragunov. Dude, I want to see Ilya Dragunov and freaking Gunther. Dragunov's a good one. I like. I, I want to like see him Gunther. go after Gunther. Gunther. 
Yeah, because Gunther, he's the only one that's beaten Gunther, actually. Because Kyle told me that. He's the, Gunther's the only one, Dragunov's the only one that's beat him. He's 20, he's almost 30. I mean, he should be able to come up to the roster soon. I think if well, he, I think this is, all right, so this is what I think is going to happen. Um, Austin Theory's 25. He's on the main roster. Indy Hartwell's 26. And she's on the main Indy Hartwell. I want her to... I know you don't know who she is, but I know who she is. I want her to split away from Kansas LeRae, even though I know like she's mentored her and Johnny Gargano's mentored her. But I wouldn't mind seeing her go away and try to be like a... Uh, like be a solo performer, and she's it's uh, what is up with the Australian? Wait a fucking minute, I'm reading this uh link via Sports Kita, and it's saying Sports Kita Wrestling, yeah, it's a rest. 29 year old WWE superstar set for major title, uh, major title match amid rumors of potential Gunther reunion. Yeah, I don't believe none of that. Dude. And don't think it's because you see that and say, oh, well, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be dragon off. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Monday night was actually the last night that the Mick, McMahon family uh, was at, under the at ownership. Yeah, that just happened. I saw all the pictures with like Vince, who looks goofy as heck. Yeah, he dyed his hair black and grew a mustache. Yeah, I know. He looks so silly. Edge is no longer listed on the WWE roster. Hmm. Well, he didn't sign his contract back. Nah, he didn't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, I think that. Uh, Why do people think he's AEW bound? I don't. Think I think. He is. I think at Fastlane, I think we might see the Intercontinental Championship drop, but I don't know. Or could that yeah, be a but- chance where like? Gunther retains it against Chad Gable, and then maybe Ilya comes up to the main roster after yeah, losing to after losing to um um trick or not trick Jesus Christ sakes Carmelo trick Hayes. Williams. Yeah, but I'm reading this article right here on Sports Key. It says apparently, however, the spe- there were speculations on Edge's future. Many believe that he would be heading the AEW he ended his current contract with WWE. According to PFW and Pro Wrestling Insider, the Radar Superstar is no longer on the company's initial list. And then it says right here, WWE Hall of Famer Adam Edge Copeland, which is Adam Edge's real name, has been removed from WWE's internal roster. ProWrestlingInsider.com has learned there is a brief Belief in certain circles that he may be AEW bound. I don't know 
I mean, AEW's product is so bad now. Like, especially, I think especially them releasing CM Punk and then especially when in Chicago and fans there paid all the money to go see him there and then they just blatant out release him just because and I think Tony Khan said he felt his life was threatened <laughs> by yeah. Punk. Like, did you hear about that? Yes. That he apparently, he had to release him because he said his life when quote-unquote, was there any video evidence of like him uh, throwing stuff? I don't think, but I also didn't care enough, so I didn't look into it. Apparently, Nia Jack was also uh, rumored to be meeting with them. I don't think Nia Jax would have been a good fit. Yeah, I mean, I kind of look at this uh, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to expect. I'm, my thing right now is I think that Chad Gable is going to lose to Gunther and we might see an Ilya Dragunov insert picture to uh, title picture. Nah, Gunther. I want Chad Gable. Win. I think J- Chad Gable deserves to win. He, I think he's been up in... I mean, he's been, like, what, a tag champ one time? Yeah, but we also saw um, we saw Jey Uso, you know, pin Roman for the first time in three years, but he didn't take the championship. And we yeah, saw we saw Chad Gable time. win, but he didn't take the championship. I don't think he's going to take the championship. But it's also a mid-tier card, and we also have seen the U.S. title just randomly drop to Rey Mysterio. Nah, Rey Mysterio, that, him winning that title made no sense to me. No, Especially it didn't. Especially at Rey's age. Rey's almost 50. and I mean, yeah, it's nice to have him like, back to a little title. In great shape anymore. I mean, yeah, it's nice to have Rey have a title run again, but like, I think this is just for a freaking Santos heel turn that everybody's expecting. Do you ever, do you ever, you aren't born yet, but let me see if I can pull this up. He used to come out of something that was really cool. I wish they would bring it back. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's that thing. Top. It's that thing that shot him up and he jumped up. Yeah, but it had a name. The I think it. I think it had a name. They finally revealed the name of it after so many years of them saying. Well, I don't know what it was called and all that. And then it finally comes up out of nowhere. And here it is. Let's see. Yeah, here it is. But the funny thing is, it actually wasn't Rey Mysterio who started that, actually. It was actually. Two, one. What the? <laughs> Rey Mysterio would pop out of the stage as part of his entrance, launching high into the air. But how did Mysterio pull this off? Well, at the WWE warehouse, we found the device that would send Mysterio flying. It's called the pop-up toaster. This particular... <laughs> the pop-up toaster. 
Oh, well, we lost Samuel. Odd. So I guess he was showing the pop-up toaster there um, as the uh, thing that Rey Mysterio used to jump in. Uh, I kind of just will take this um, to the closing, I guess. Um, so basically, uh, I'm excited to, uh, to see how this couple weeks turn out. Um, we're going to see Jey Uso versus Drew McIntyre. Kind of see how he competes as a single uh, in singles match. And um, see what he can produce uh, as a singles runner. I'm, I'm kind of excited for that. I don't know who Cody Rhodes' uh, opponent will be. Um, but I can look on... Um, the roster here and we can go to raw and see i mean it needs to be a rank up obviously um i could see maybe he goes to gunther that wouldn't be bad um who else um maybe um shoot it's kind of tough. I mean, other than Casey, you know, he got shipped to, you know, Raw. I mean, SmackDown, that give him a different opportunity. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of vague. I mean, unless he does, like, maybe, like, ow. I was going to say Tommaso Ciampa, but that's kind of lame. Um, or a Drew McIntyre. Uh that wouldn't make any sense. Kevin Owens, maybe. Jey Uso, maybe. Just to kind of like feud his way in. I don't know. Maybe Finn Balor. Damien. Uh, it's just filler till WrestleMania 40, in my opinion. Um, but maybe just give him, give him a chance at some title. I don't know. I have no idea. It's kind of hard to gauge what will happen with Cody Rhodes. Um but you know, I uh, I'm excited to see uh, what happens because I I feel like we're gonna have some call up, especially with the women's division in WWE be kind of being like drawn out. It's kind of why I brought Nia Jax back. It won't be super exciting to have her back. I don't know if she's gonna bring much to the table for the women's division other than maybe injuring champions. I don't know. Um, I'd like to see Roman come back. I kind of think that. Um, the Judgment Day's whole shenanigans right now is to get him back in, lure him back in, and maybe get him close to Damian Priest with that money in the bank. They're just drawing it away from Seth Rollins, but obviously it has to be one of these two championships. There's no way they're going to make him cash in on a mid-tier card. Like, that's dumb. Plus, that also involves a breakup with uh, Mr. Um. Finn Balor in the Judgment Day to have J.D. McDonough replace him in the Judgment Day. Um, but I think Sami Zayn will play a part in that. Um, a good Austin Theory, maybe L.A. Knight feud with Cody Rhodes. I think that would be good. Um, I wouldn't mind watching Austin Theory do that, maybe turn into a babyface through that or whatnot. Interested to see when Bianca comes back to the picture Interested to see what John Cena's doing up here because obviously he's on the Grayson Waller effects so or something's happening. Um, maybe a carrying cross, but that's kind of silly in my opinion. 
But yeah, I mean, for the most part, um, I'm excited to see um, SmackDown, see how what everything looks like. But at the end of the day, uh, we're just going to have to watch and wait. Um, but with that, uh, I'll steer this ship home. Um, that'll conclude Season three's Episode 2 of the SNS Sports Podcast on the SNS Sports Network. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Sand Sports Pod. Follow us on Instagram at Sand Sports, uh, Sand Sports, I believe. Uh, we're not active on Instagram, actually. So, I mean, just kind of follow us on Twitter at Sand Sports um, Pod. Uh, and with that... Um, I'm going to steer the ship home. Thank you guys for listening, uh, this weekend or this week, excuse me, pardon me. Thank you for listening with us uh, on this Wednesday afternoon and have a good rest of your day.